Hi, Jamie. Hey, Keith. How are you? I'm doing all right. I guess I've been better, but yeah, I'm doing I'm doing all right. How about yourself? Oh, uh, good, man. Good. Uh, sick. Again? <laughs> man, you don't have a three year old that goes to a I, daycare. That is true. I do not have a three year old. I had a twenty three year old, and he was a he also brought sickness into the house. But probably he has, has gone. A, probably has a a better immune system though. I would ex- ex- suggest. But mm-hmm. uh, anyway, yeah. Uh, we'll get okay. into it, but well, uh, I guess how were your last two weeks? They were uh, they were good. Um, so you know, I mentioned this last time we chatted, but since we started this podcast, I said I was going to work on conversations and get those working. Mm-hmm. And I have successfully been able to get conversations working. Yes, awesome. Two. Yes, so. Um, after we chatted last time and I talked about adding invent machine and all this stuff, I just, and you were like, wait, what, what do you have to add all this stuff for? Mm-hmm. So I took a, I took another look and turns out, uh, I didn't need to add all that stuff. So it, um, I got it working, man. and got it working in, now it only works in memory right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I got it to a point where it works for me. There's going to be a bunch of other features I'm going to add to the gem. Uh, that I created, but, um, yeah, I got it working, uh, follows, uh, procs all the way down. Um, sweet. Turns out it was pretty, pretty simple implementation. Took a while to get there, but, um, are you working on this in the open? Like, can I go and contribute to your yep. conversations? Jen? Yep. Is it it's just at, called converse? It, yeah. It's a tattoo. It's under tattoo IO. Okay. Organization tattoo IO. Um, and so I got that integrated into Tetsu, and I have it working so that before I could, uh, you could chat to Tetsu, you could direct message, and you could say hi, and it would recognize that's a hi command. Mm-hmm. And it would reply with some, some stuff from API AI, uh, which I was using to, to get the intent of what you were trying to do. Very, very simple um, NLP stuff. And then uh, I introduced uh, the ability to say start. Um, I'm going to have it work with like, when you're talking to the tattoo, you can say, hey, I want to start my stand-up for today, or I want to start, um, or I want to start my stand-up from yesterday. You know, it's going to be able to work with a bunch of little things. So I got those two things working in conjunction with each other. Mm-hmm. And so you get so I didn't lose the like high and it would respond to you. Um, so now I'm working on a start command. Well, the start command is the same as the start command that you would say to it in a regular channel. So I had to split those two out without writing up a whole bunch of if then logic. Oh, gotcha. So that's where I'm at right now with that. So um, I have like this command. Uh, infrastructure that now it takes a look at what type of message it is if it's a direct message if it's a direct mention if it's a ephemeral message or if it's uh, a mention at all so it can kind of kind of distinguish between all those three types of messages so i'll have like a different command for a start command in like an open channel and then a start command in a direct message channel so that's where I'm at right now. So by the time we hear about this, by the time we chat next next time, I will have the full uh, 
early stand-up feature implemented in Tatsu. Awesome. And I'm glad that you bring up the by the time we talk next time thing because I've finally gotten the editing and publishing schedule like on track and we yes. are up to date as of right now. So this will go out on the basically the minute we start recording next time around. Nice. And then we'll just be on that rotation. But cool, dude. I'm glad you got conversations figured out. Now you get to do some refactoring a little bit to uh, get yep. all of the... Uh, you know, working basically same sort of commands working in different spots, which is cool. Yeah, I want to make a uh, kind of a conversation router type of thing um, that I'm kind of going to build it inside Tattoo and extract it out so that you don't have to have like, if, you know, this message is this, then do this conversation. If this message oh, okay. is that. So it'll kind of have like a little router in there. Um, Are you going to make it a separate gem? It's going to be like Converse router? No. <laughs> Uh, dude, I could come up with a better name than that. Come on. I know, but that's like the, that's the theme in basically all languages, right? Like I, I was looking at Vue.js and there's like view dash router, view dash <laughs> something rather. And I'm like, oh yeah. I mean, I guess I mean, it's this easy is a to node find where, them. This is a node where like one little thing is a... Is very a, true. Very true. Yeah. You would just add it as like a module inside right. of your one gem. <laughs> right. But, exactly. Yeah, um, good call. Yeah. So... I plan to plan to do that. So by next time, I'll have that that implementation done. It's just pretty cool because I had the past week I had um, two separate customers say, "Hey, we want to be able to um, you know, let Tatsuno know our stand up early." And I was like, "Well, mm -hmm. I'm actually working on that exact same thing." So nice. uh, yeah, I probably would have got it done if it wasn't for the sickness. But there's a f like three nights that I just couldn't work. Um, so, uh, do your competitors have conversations as a thing? Yes. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yes. Um, I mean, it's still up to you on how you implement them, mm -hmm. but they do have, like, when I say competitors, like, uh, frameworks like Botkit, um, have them built in, um, which is a JavaScript library, but it's pretty easy to do in JavaScript. Um, yeah. Uh, Node, I should say. Um, so, yeah, it's built into that. Ruby, though, there is no Ruby library that I found that allows for these conversations. So I'll probably introduce that into the, uh, the Ruby language room inside of, uh, there's a, a Slack team for Slack developers that I'm oh, a part of. Gotcha. Very, very meta. But, um, yeah, definitely. Slack.slack.com. Yeah, there's a Ruby, uh, there's a Ruby, uh, room in there and it's been brought up a few times so i'll i'll put that in there um but yeah i'm pretty excited to have that and that's, i'm glad you didn't have to scrap it that's my no opinion. i didn't have to scrap it i uh i i what i what i ended up doing was kind of building something uh in parallel to it so i started like a whole new folder and just like started coming up with like a whole new way to do it and I was, and it turned actually into the same way I was doing it with a few changes so I was able to just kind of take that and move it over to to the other to the existing library that I had uh, I didn't want to start a new like branch because I didn't know how far off mm -hmm. the original implementation was going to be so um yeah cool. and uh so that's pretty much what I was concentrating on uh, I did run into a weird, a weird bug a few days ago where a few customers were saying that Tetsu wasn't responding, 
and I went through my regular checks and you know everything looked fine but I noticed um, that the Slack API was returning something different for teams mm-hmm. usually it has like a team node and it tells you what the team is uh, the yeah. Slack ID of that team and this these messages had source team in it and hmm. I, I didn't do much digging but it 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 comes th- um, through that way with uh, enterprise teams. So, and I asked them oh. if they were shared channels. So they don't need to be shared channels to have this new format. So it, it's really weird. I haven't, I'll have it figured out by next time. But I did, I did put in a, a little patch to allow for team or source team um, for messages and, and fixed it for them. But um, I had a weird situation there uh, that I had to pause conversations and work on. Gotcha. Our, wait, so enterprise teams, um, that's just anybody who pays other, for Slack? Um, I, I don't know their situation yet. That's what I have to look into. Like, I don't know. They did say that enterprise, the enterprise grid was uh, enabled for their team. I don't really know what that meant. Oh, yeah, weird. So, um, I, I don't know. I'll look at, like, their team info stuff and, and their Slack API, see if, if there's any indication that it's an enterprise grid team um and i haven't really actually even read up on enterprise team stuff um and there probably is going to be some uh, that's my next thing actually after conversations is to get that fully implemented so i'm going to read up on it and make any changes i think there's going to be some changes with the onboarding type of stuff but uh, gotcha. not, not too much um okay. and then the other thing i was working on so on callback um, callback is a scheduling service I'm, I'm extracting out um, I didn't do much there I did move a bunch of more teams from Tatsu over to use callback so they're, they're um, it, uh, I have a, a feature flip in Tatsu to say like these teams in the database are, um, are using callback um, and I had a little rake task that I created to convert a team from using Tatsu's scheduler to callback scheduler. So I have, uh, I don't know, 15 teams or so using callback. It's all working well. Sweet. Um, like, hasn't missed a beat. So uh, this weekend I'm going to put a whole bunch of more teams on callback. And then I'm working with another design uh, team to uh, create kind of the front end and the branding a little bit. Wait, so different than the designer we talked about last time who was working off of like a he'll no. work now and pay you later? No, like same, same, oh, okay. same, same, same person. Um, okay. Cool. He has a team behind him, but oh, gotcha. I don't know how they're going to, they're going to work on it, but uh, I'm actually doing, I'm swapping uh, some services, some development services for them for, for doing that. Oh, okay. So. Do I know this person? Yes. <clears throat> okay. Gotcha. I'll give him a shout out once, once we, once we do some, some work with him. Gotcha. Um, and uh, yeah, that's about it. So uh, the other, uh, one other thing that I'm doing with callback is they're uh, they're building a house behind. Uh, I'm, I'll get back to it. This is gonna all tie in. Um, they're building a house behind me. So I was mm-hmm. like, I was like one day I was like letting my dog. I was like, man, I'm get, I gotta launch callback before they finish this house. Oh right, yeah, I saw the tweet about this. And like, I'm like, dude, that should be easy. 
like it's a house and then you realize it's amish people building it behind you and they're just like blitzing through <laughs> no it. but it's like six people and they're there 24 7 like they're not allowed to like start working on houses i think until like 7 30 in the morning mm-hmm. because as soon as like 7 30 hits it might be seven i don't remember but you start hearing hammers and fucking saws Oop, at the point and saws and hammers and and all this crap so uh and then they're there until like exactly five o'clock wow. so yeah, that's um, pretty hardcore yeah they're they're putting up the house pretty quickly so i don't really have much left to t- i mean the 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 core of tattoo or callback is done um i just need to add analytics um and kind of the ui stuff and uh it's pretty much done so um cool well godspeed yeah so what's on your next two weeks then so finish conversations that's what i'm going to do if, uh not finish conversations that was kind of a generic but i'm going to finish the you're going to launch it right yeah like the early stand-up stuff which okay. conversations was needed to, to make that happen uh i'm going to finish that uh, and then my plan after that is honestly to go through and just fix a bunch of implement and implement just a bunch of small features that people have been asking for i'm kind of doing like I want to do a big, a big feature and then just a bunch of, so, so early standup will be a big feature and then just do a bunch of small, little tiny features uh, that people have been asking for. So if I get through the early standup stuff, um, that's my next, my next task is to, to implement a bunch of small features. I don't really know which ones yet because I haven't gone through a storyboard yet and, and kind of prioritized anything for a little bit. So I'll have an update in the next two weeks on what I was able to accomplish. Cool. Sounds good. Yeah. Good week. Good two weeks. Yeah, uh, definitely. That's a celebratory uh, good one. I guess, was it was it two weeks ago last time I got to celebrate? No, it was, that was a month ago. God, it's already been a month. Really? Um, a month yeah. Ago. Oh, yeah. When I launched uh, the Docker stuff. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. So how was your last two weeks, though? Um, mine were pretty good. So if, uh, going back to when we spoke last, we spoke on a Saturday and then on Sunday I flew out to Colorado to learn how to snowboard. Nice. And, uh, did you learn? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I learned quite a bit. So I took lessons one day and then, uh, the two other days that we were on the mountain, um, I was actually just out doing my own thing and I was not prepared, uh, for how much I was going to fall like just dozens of times to the point of I actually have tennis elbow from picking myself back up uh, off the mountain, which is is a fun one. So like my arms are so weak, it's pretty pathetic now. But like I can't even open a door with my offhand. Like it's my left hand. Oh, my grip strength's not good enough because my arm is that mangled. Um, but yeah, dude, yeah, I got my butt kicked. I got a, no, the lessons were fine. Like <laughs> I did fine in lessons. It's just they didn't, I should have done more than a day, I guess, but yeah, so it was a good learning experience, though, um, and it was kind of like I actually just published a, uh, um, or not published, I just sent out a like broadcast email to my mailing list, and it's like, I don't really have a whole lot to talk about, but I wanted to talk about the experience of getting my butt kicked on the mountain and kind of relating that back to like learning programming, because a lot of the people who, uh, you know, kind of find Coder Journey are people who are like really starting from scratch and they get super frustrated when they start learning things. So I wanted to be like, you know what? Everybody does. It's just a skill. When you first start learning stuff, it's going to kick your butt. Um, just have your expectations right and you'll be good. But yeah, anywho, so my goal for the last two weeks that's a, was... That's a good, um, 
that's a good uh, newsletter like topic. I like that idea. Yeah, I was like, ah, I feel like talking to him, and so I made a GIF of me falling down uh, on a snowboard and put that in there just so everybody could see. Like, yeah, seriously, he did fall down. Um, so that was pretty. That was pretty fun. Also, making gifts is just comical in my mind. I always enjoy having stuff like that. But <laughs> yeah, my goal though for what I wanted to actually accomplish with the the time I was going to have was to reach out to customers who bought the Docker course because it's not selling well. And which there were two of those. One of them I spoke to at OpenHack in Fort Wayne because he's a friend of mine. Um, unfortunately, he hasn't had a lot of time to go through with it, like to actually go through the course, so he couldn't give me a ton of feedback. Um, and then the other guy I reached out to, I sent him an email, um, but he hasn't gotten back to me either. So I reached out, haven't really gotten anything back from him yet. And then I started basically just like digging in and tr- learning more and more about like copywriting and evaluating. Um, you know, customer needs and stuff like that, like basically business stuff and marketing stuff and all that jazz. And there's a lot there. Like that's, that's mm-hmm. really like I, I tooted about this the other day, but I was like, this is way harder for me than being a developer. Like it's really uncomfortable for me to, uh, to try to like sell things to people. And I do it all the wrong way most of the time anyway. Like, I think about things in terms of like, oh, it can do this, this, and this. Like, you will accomplish this, this, and this. But it's like, is that really what you want? Or are you looking for something totally different? So sort of shifting my mindset now. But I didn't even really update. I uh, The sales page didn't really change it. So, yeah, I'm kind of in a, in a weird spot. Didn't get my video release that I wanted to last week because Let's Encrypt gave me a ton of problems. Hmm. So, okay, um, what uh, what's uncomfortable about selling things for you? I think it's it's weird. I always downsell myself as a thing. You know, like I just, I'm like, oh, it's all right. You can check it out if you want. You know, one of those things. Um, <laughs> instead of being like, no, I think I did a really awesome stuff here. And you know, I, I don't know. It's Maybe it's like a confidence issue, which is weird because I don't lack confidence as a thing. But I do lack confidence when I'm asking people for something or when I'm trying to convince people of something. If it's just like a knowledge-based thing, right? So like if I'm proving something to you, I have no problem in the world um being super confident in what i know um but if i have to convince you of something then that's kind of a different thing in my mind because you know ideally in truth right there's like one true answer but it's like this it's like yeah sure you could totally learn how to do docker stuff with me or you could go to like a billion other places and learn how to do it also or you could go to my free stuff and do it so like it's a matter of like trying to talk to people and be like no seriously there is more value in my paid for stuff and that's where i'm struggling so that's kind of been is this people you're seeing in real life or is this coming through in your copy this is like everywhere um i think yeah basically everywhere okay it's more is more my thing so are you getting people coming to your site and they're just not converting or yeah yeah i'm it's not that there's like nobody going to the site it's just nobody's buying so um okay yeah that's like a either built something no one wants or i just can't sell it and i don't think it's that i built something no one wants because everybody like the amount of traffic that i get for docker as a thing is like pretty crazy uh like rails not a whole lot of traffic on rails which blows my mind because it's so popular um everybody like i've never gotten like a bad comment on anything i've released yet but i think uh, it's i think the rails thing is because there's so much out there for rails Mm -hmm. that might be the thing and there's not really much out there for for docker um 
That's interesting. So uh, do you know if these people that are coming for the Docker stuff are like people wanting to learn about all of Docker or a specific topic about Docker? Yeah, that's that's a tricky one, right? I'm yeah. not 100% sure on that. Um, I was when I first ran some ads to see if I can get people in. Um, I was very like targeted in what I was going after, and it was people looking specifically for Docker training and Docker courses and stuff like that. And so I'm like, okay, this is like perfectly targeted. There's no amount of like, or I was like Docker for developer, you know, like very specific in that case too. Um, and the people were coming and they're like, the bounce rate wasn't even really high. It's like people were reading everything and they just bailed. So my like, maybe my price is wrong, which I think seems odd. Um, it could yeah. be, I mean, maybe it is too high though. Do you have but... a preview? Do you have a preview of? So I did um, add uh, one of my videos as like a preview video. So you can check out this lecture for free, basically, which I did that yesterday. So I haven't seen any differences from okay. that. And then I need to go through and I need to record a video of like expectations, basically, for what you're going to get out of the course. And I can do that. But the problem is, is I don't really have a good place to like record that because I kind of in that case, I want to have myself on video like talking right as like the teacher speaks as a thing because I just like clicking around on a screen kind of doesn't make sense and I guess I could create some visuals for it and not have to show myself which could work out but I don't actually know what I would put on there I would um I would suggest maybe doing what you're saying like a a preview video so that people know what they're getting and I would keep it in the format that you that you have your docker videos in already so that people know that you hey you're not talking you know, because you're not talking to people in your Docker videos, like in the third person. Oh, no. Person. So what I'm saying, I ha I can preview a lecture, right? So that's like real content from the thing. Like, mm -hmm. and it's actually just like, this is a preview. So you can see the entire thing. Mm -hmm. So that's there. But then th I can have like a sales video, essentially, is what I'm talking about. Um, but yeah, I don't know how I would, because I'm not actually teaching you anything in that sort of video. So I don't know w what I would really do in order to keep it in the same style. But I don't know. I'm going to have to kick some stuff around on that one. But yeah, so basically in the last two weeks, though, didn't get a ton done. Kind of got blocked by this. Uh, and going into the next two weeks, though, I'm feeling pretty optimistic. And I'm more or less just in this mindset of like back to being a learner of things. And the truth is, is I'm learning how to market stuff, market myself, market mm -hmm. the content I create, that that sort of stuff. So I'm very much in like a learner mindset. But over the next two weeks, I want to spend a lot of time um kind of just trying to improve the conversion rate of what's going on inside of my developing with Docker course. And I'm going to do that through a couple different means. I want to um, obviously create what we talked about here. So create some sort of video that I can have there that gives them like a preview of like, this is what we're going to be talking about. And maybe it's like I, I mix in little clips from some of the segments that I do into a video where I'm talking about what we're learning. That's what I would suggest. That's, that's kind of what I was suggesting. So like if you go to your developing with Docker page, Mm -hmm. your 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 curriculum is all the way at the bottom so it's below the fold mm -hmm. and the preview like thing is mm -hmm. kind of hidden like i i see it but there's not much difference between the preview yeah, and the no. start I and so agree with that. i don't know if people are going to get all the way down to the bottom there and then if you had like a just a, a video right at the top that said like you know that this is like the preview introductory course you know, it would maybe just like short clips between, mm -hmm. you know, this and this. I think that would work well. I think that would work well on conversions because 
right now people just come here and it's just kind of like a, a price with with some text yep yep, yep. so yeah. cool. so that's my goal for the next two like weeks that. basically is improve this as a thing um gonna do a lot of research into uh copywriting stuff and then just sales mindset stuff i have a couple books in my uh office that i can go read about this so i'm gonna go do that too um but yeah that's kind of that and then the other thing i want to do is i need to like hammer down like what the next topic i'm gonna have for my free content is going to be so in my email that i sent out today i put the another survey in there where people can suggest topics and i this time around, I put it like uh, with actual like names of what the series would be called. So I have like an introduction to JavaScript. I have a developing with Vue.js because that was suggested by a couple people, and then I have a digging into Kubernetes because that was suggested by a person or two, and then Elixir because I want to do it, and then another. So those are out there. I'm hoping I get some traction uh, on that, so I have a little bit of guidance. Otherwise, I'm just gonna kind of pick one out of a hat. It might be JavaScript, just because it's something that uh, mm-hmm. people really want to learn. But mm-hmm. that's kind of a bummer. I don't really want to talk about JavaScript too much. I would almost rather do the like developing with a specific library in JavaScript. Yeah, I think I think those are good too. You know, like you can pick any. Like React would be huge. I think. Yeah. Um, so. Vue.js would be kind of huge, I think, too. But um, I think those those would do do well. So funny enough, I was thinking I was doing a little bit of uh, I looked into Vue a little bit because I was just like I'm really not familiar with it as a thing, and I kind of like how things are structured. It's basically, I mean, it's all purely a front end library. Like it's just for doing that. Right. It's kind of like the way React was originally designed, and then all the mm-hmm. other things are kind of added on top mm-hmm. of it. But I was like, what am I going to build with this? And then I'm really kicking around um, building a course platform for myself because I hate the lack of customizability that I have while yep. using Teachable. So I think I might just start building this and like maybe I'll build the front end in view and then I will do like another series that's like me building the back end in Elixir. Yep. Yep. And then uh, honestly, cool. at the time, by the time I'm finished with things, I'll probably just launch this as like a business. <laughs> yep. I'll just do it as like, a, this is me doing my own courses on here. And then also, hey, here's how it works for everybody else. So uh, that's one of those things where I might, you know, go with your approach of like, use your byproducts, except for my byproduct is going to be like the output of a tutorial essentially will turn into a business. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I think so that'd, be, that, that'd be cool. Yeah, I'm kind of kind of hopeful for that though. I'm 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 excited. I'm in a really good mood after being back from vacation. Even though the week after vacation for me is always horrible. Like I forget how to be a programmer, and I suck at all things uh, programming for a little bit. Like my job was so rough this week, but now I'm feeling pretty good. Gonna do some marketing. Gonna get some things going. It's gonna be great. Cool, cool. That sounds. Uh, I, I'd be interested in the, next time we talk to hear what you learned about the marketing side of things because i'm also a noob when it comes to that stuff there's it's it's kind of crazy i always thought like oh marketing like i'll take like a day to learn like mm-hmm. it's it's very very in, uh, involved a lot more involved than i thought yeah i feel like by the time i'm done with all this stuff i'm gonna spend probably more time doing marketing related things than i am going to be spending doing development related things because yeah, so. at the end of the day like developing at a certain point the like the return on investment is like smaller than actually just getting people to see the stuff that you've already built so yeah yeah, well we'll see how it goes cool man well uh i'll look forward to talking to you in a couple weeks yep talk to you in two weeks all right man 